Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Someone we think we might have put on before, but we're putting on again, Michael J. Fox. That's right, star of Different Strokes. And uh, Family Ties, didn't... um, (laughs) Skippy. Didn't uh, George Clooney make his TV debut? Those on facts of life. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the fans of this podcast, the big winners with our next guest. <laughs> we should actually keep chatting because uh, our guest is in Hawaii. Sexy Mike Botticello. Where are you right now? Aloha. What the f*** is going on behind you? What's happening there, Mike Botticello? Are you in the middle of a cockfight? Are you at McDonald's land? Yeah, I am. I'm in in an airport. No, I've been freelancing a bit. I'm motivated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you familiar with Brian Cranston? Whoa, very. Did I just hear a dolphin? (laughs) My name's Goldie Hawn. I'm looking for some company here on the island. Uh, I'd like to pay you to have sex with me. You have sex with me? I mean, she's obviously aged a bit. No, No, I didn't prostitute for that one. (laughs) Okay, masturbate once or twice on that plane. There's something missing from this podcast, and we... We just learned it wasn't Mike. <laughs> Confirmed, Vegas has an NHL team. Yes. Black Knight sounds like uh, Mike Botticello's trip to Maui with Viola Davis. <laughs> Can we put our names in for the play-by-play team for that? Gosh, that would be, be fun, awesome. wouldn't it? No matter what you do around the house, you're likely to screw it up. I, <laughs> I don't need That's to tell harsh. you that. Your wife told me. <laughs> what? Whoa, what is going on here? This is, this is, this is dirty. This is real. Yes. What can I say? She talks. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey! Dance. Dance. Yeah, guy. It's the Jandam Podcast, episode 117. When you watch uh, Gaetan Boucher, oh, uh, famous uh, amazing. Uh, speed skater, did you yeah. want to be a speed skater? No. Oh, okay. Was... At no point have I ever <laughs> wanted to or understood who would want to become a speed skater, except for the Dutch. He was, he was at one of those Olympics where they had the skating outside. Yeah, he was great. I I'm, remember him vividly. I was, I was just bringing that because I was swinging my arms. Did you want to become a speed Yeah, skater? I would always go on the uh, the canal at the lift locks in Peterborough and practice. I'm like, I just like Gaetan. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Not not good. <laughs> I About as good as Mike Botticello's career right now. <laughs> Mike is dead. You brought I, up the fact we, we didn't mm-hmm. use that drop last week the whole time Mike was on. Because Ian wasn't here. And then he texted us, said, thanks for having me on. Let's go for those beers. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Uh, no, I haven't responded. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will. Of no. course, of course we will. Of Come course. on. And everyone always says, oh, you guys. Well, they say I'm hard on Mike. I, if I didn't like the guy, then I, I just say, like, yeah, there he is. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That right there is, was about to be my favorite drop. You just, you didn't explain yourself at all. Yeah, I did. If I didn't like the guy, uh, <laughs> there it is. Makes no sense. Hey, we're I recording this on a Wednesday, and uh, the NHL just exploded. Oh, my gosh. Like in 10 minutes, like the all the trades, all the trades. And Stamkos, I love that. How, you know, 
drags it out the whole time, won't sign the extension, goes to free agency, doesn't even meet with the Red Wings. I thought the Red Wings were going to get him. They they moved that Datsuk contract. I thought, okay, here we go. Kenny Holland once again has pulled out a little rabbit out of his hat. He's going to get Stamkos. No, stays in Tampa, which makes the most sense. They have a team that looks like they're going to contend for a long time. And maybe Stamkos just wanted he just wanted some flirtations. Yeah, maybe he just wanted, wanted some love. Wanted to feel loved a little bit. It's like you and I when we were when we had to leave Canada. We wanted to see what else is out there, and then we did leave. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we didn't stay. And then the other deal, Doug Gilmore went to Calgary. Yeah. That uh, was big. Yeah, big. I think Gary Lehman is going to look real <laughs> sharp in a Flames uniform. That is going to work out well for Calgary, for sure. Uh, you are an Edmonton Oilers fan, so Taylor Hall, your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like going bananas about this, and there's really not there's not much I can say to defend it, though I haven't heard the Peter Shirelli press conference or anything. I did see that he said that Taylor Hall was very angry about the trade. So, hey, he wanted to be there, but the Oilers shipped them out anyway. But at what people much smarter and closer to the team than I are saying is that there's no way they make this trade unless they have a deal with Milan Lucic that they're going to announce tomorrow because they needed to clear, you know, a roster spot essentially. And obviously cap room. Um, And Adam Larson is under contract. I just think, could you have not gotten at least another draft, like a first round pick along with Larson? I don't know. But here's one thing I would like to say. I couldn't believe it was one for one. Well, no one could. No one could believe that. So, so here's one thing I'll say, Dan. And I've talked about this before. Darren Drager wrote an article about Taylor Hall. It was maybe a year ago, maybe this past season, where he basically came out and said that the Edmonton Oilers brass was disappointed in Taylor Hall's um, lack of leadership with the team and that they felt that maybe he wasn't the best person, the person that they thought he was going to be in the dressing room. So maybe Lucic, it's... Lucic, instant leadership. That's what, you know, maybe it's like, listen, maybe it's not... The best trade, like, I'm not justifying the trade, but I think they felt like this was the guy they had to get out of the room. Like, that's that's the only explanation I have. And then they bring in Lucic. You know what I feel bad about for Taylor? He doesn't get to play in the new rink. I know, yeah. He's just Jones, he had to play in the old rink, and he was Jones had to play in the new one. I think he genuinely liked it there, you know, He'll him get, and Everly, too. When he returns to Edmonton, he'll get a great ovation. Yeah, he will. He was great with the team. I mean, he's right up there with... Uh, with the great players at his position. And then so the, Peter Shirelli's now traded Tyler Sagan and Taylor Hall and not gotten great returns for either. Does he still have the mustache? Because he had the mustache on draft day. Big time. Wow. Big time mustache. So creepy. He looks exactly like somebody sent me a tweet. And I might have retweeted it. He looks like David Cross. He looks, uh, like, he he looks like Tobias Funke now. Uh, the other big one was P.K. Subban going to Nashville. That's the bigger trade. That's And huge. I was explaining to Ian Martin, who works our sound clips here, that he, I think, is hands down the biggest personality in the NHL. Would you say that? I would say so. Yeah, I think that's fair. And uh, Jeff Merrick sent out a tweet. Was it Jeff Merrick? Or someone sent out a tweet saying, well, I guess this won't really uh, uh, make players want to come out of their shell anymore. The other thing someone said, and this is true, <clears throat> P.K. Subban donated... $10 million Whoa. to the Montreal Children's That's Hospital. Right. There's a P.K. Subban wing. Awesome. $10 million and gets traded two years after he does that? Listen, I get it. Donations are separate than on-ice performance. But I don't think you could question... Well, I guess you can question P.K.'s on-ice performance. But he did win a Norris Trophy very recently. Like, very recently. 
Um, but people seem to think Nashville just hosed, or, or Nashville just hosed Montreal in this. Hosers. No, uh, but but what? I, I don't get it. Like, is Shea yeah, Weber she, falling off that yeah, much? I I don't. Shea Weber's not a dud. Shea Weber's a fucking stud, man. Like, not a dud. A, he's a stud. Jonathan Taves sent out a tweet like, "Great trade. Glad he's out of our division." Like, nobody wants to play against that guy. Yeah, toughest nails, hard shot. I don't know. It's I I hey I would put it this way. If you said it was Taylor Hall for Shea Weber, I probably would feel a little bit better as an Oilers fan right now. But anyway, what do I know? So yeah, that's uh, it's going to be fun on uh, Free Agent Frenzy on uh, oh. TSN. I'm going to be in Canada for that because I fly out tomorrow. So are you? Yeah, we're, we're both flying out uh, together, spending some time together in the Peterborough area. We're all piling into your RV. Yeah, it's, uh, picking up happening? the RV tomorrow. Can't wait. Nice. I was going to go get a GoPro, but I didn't do that, so I guess I won't have a GoPro to document it. Yeah. So you're just to recap here. You're yeah. you're going to you've rented. An RV, like Cousin Eddie. In the Christmas RV vacation. people are picking me up at the airport. It's like Enterprise Rent-A-Car. We'll pick you up and take you to your RV. <laughs> 2016, the year of Dan. So, you know, I'm not a patient person. So, as soon as I hope it's not like a two hour t- tutorial on this motorhome, like how to work the thing, because I'm just going to jump in and say, I got it. Just go. <laughs> I've got it. I then, think you should be getting Snapchat now. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah, you should. Dan has Snapchat, though, doesn't he? No. Uh, no. no Snapchat? Doesn't have no an Snappy Snap? We oh, should. Yeah. Come on. You got to doubt. You know what I do with my Snapchat? I hand my phone to Ben here, <laughs> and Ben does everything well, for Well, Ben's me. not going to be in the motorhome. I could be. Well, you could, ben could come up with you. He was going to go to Vegas with you last weekend. Why not, eh? Him. What happened? You went to Vegas again. We'd be like best friends. Yeah, yes. you guys are going to hang out. But Ben, you wanted to bunk together. I wanted, yeah. Well, is it weird if we are in one room with two different beds? Uh, I, as I said, I said I'm a 40 year old man. Yeah. I stay in my own. Dan's room. too old for that. Now. I'm on a budget and I want to gamble I know. more. That's, no. I know, but you're you're in your 20s. You can still do that. Yeah, you can do that. Dan can't do that. That'd be weird. And then you'd see Dan's penis, and that would. Hey, everyone saw Bobby Diaz's penis last night. Get your hand off my penis! Our longtime Big. audio guy. Big. Yeah, well, you saw it. I didn't see it. And you said it's a pretty thick cock. Thick. Bald. So he's been very open, Bobby Diaz. We've had him on, on the show before about the fact that his girlfriend, Dana, shaves his whole body, including <laughs> his balls, penis, genitalia. That's like part of her weekly routine. And you said you saw it. Bald like, and big. Bald and big. And we had Colleen Wolf from the NFL Network was here <laughs> watching the show as a guest yesterday. And like literally the first thing she sees in the first two minutes is our, our audio guy's massive Mexican penis. You might want to edit that. We don't want to get Bobby suspended. Why? He's been suspended before. Okay. <laughs> he can take it. Our uh, guest on today's uh, podcast is AJ Hawk. You were on his podcast last week. Yeah, it was, uh, I couldn't believe it. it. It was like, I was on for like an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes. It was a long time. We were talking about the biz. And then he sent me a nice t-shirt. What's his podcast? Squawky with hockey? <laughs> it's called The Hawkcast. I like The Hawkcast. The Hawkcast. Yeah, he does it out of his basement. So he's like a hockey blogger. He's probably got a nice basement. Maybe. Maybe he has a basement. <laughs> Maybe he's got a maybe he's got a basement full of garbage. Um, I will uh, document my uh, my motorhome journey on in the Instagram though. 
Okay. I will. Uh, it's now an old Why don't you do some videos on Instagram? Yeah, I'll do some videos. Yeah, do some Instagram videos. Yeah. And it just kind of shows what kind of youth is living today. And then are you just going to park like in a Walmart parking lot? And just uh, p- parking at my brother Vince's on Thursday night in his driveway. Okay. Okay. And then uh, going to uh, a cottage for the other two days and parking in that driveway. You love cottages, so this is going to be good for you. But see, it won't be uh, won't be bad because I'll be standing the the RV, nice and luxurious. Yeah, but you always complain that you don't like cottages because you don't like old furniture and stuff. That's right. But now it's like you're just in a shitty hotel room on wheels. Like you're like a million people have farted you on the mattresses. Know. Maybe it's gorgeous, <laughs> luxurious. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's very nice. It's still still a million people have farted on it. Uh, AJ Hawk, uh, RVing. Do you ever go RVing? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah? Ah. Do you have an RV, AJ? I do not, but I, I rented one about uh, maybe whatever the draft was. When was the draft? I, uh, I rented one and drove to Chicago with my dad to do a little NFL Network spot and then drove right back to Ohio. Okay, Whoa. so you need to give me tips. I'm picking up an RV and going with my girls on a, a three, four-day weekend. Uh, what can you tell us, the, the do's and don'ts? Well, <laughs> I wish I was – I love RVs. I wish I was more experienced in them. Um, I mean, is it just you two going to be in it? It's uh, me and my two girls, yep. Oh, okay, your two girls, okay. Well, I would say if I was your daughters, I would say don't let dad – Take a dump in there for sure. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, and there should be I a fine. There should be a fine. No dumps. That's $100 right. fine. No, for, for sure, because you can't can't clean that out enough. You can't spray enough Febreze on that in the small confines. But, I mean, it's, the hard thing about an RV, it's, it's not a really nice one. And the one I was I rented, was it was good enough. But we are on the highway going 75, and my dad and I were trying to talk, and it is so loud in there <laughs> that you can barely, like, you can barely hear each other, so you need to get like some of those aviator type headphones that they use when they're flying planes. <laughs> pretty funny. Okay, so it uh, could be some problems with. Eh, I don't like to talk that much anyway, so it's probably for the best. AJ, you like to talk. You you've got a podcast. I was on it last week. I had a blast. Um, first of all, how did you decide to start your own podcast, and uh, and how much fun has it been for you? Well, I mean, I, I figured why not with the podcast. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for a year or two, and i just a big fan of listening to people, and that's what I do. I mean, I'm in my car right now, and I was listening to uh, one of Joe Rogan's most recent episodes when you guys when you guys called for this. So I was just always a huge fan, and I know I want to get into uh, or do some more media stuff and broadcasting, and I'd like to eventually call games as, a, as an analyst. And so... I figured, what better way, man? I could start a podcast and reach out to cool people that I want to talk to, and actually, I would be the one kind of running the show and running the so-called interview. And it's pretty casual, though. I want it to feel like a just a, a normal conversation. But I was just a big fan, so I started my own. I got to reach out to great people like you and and Dan. After your trip, I, I definitely want to want to get you on too. Yes, for sure. Now, who are the, some of the names that you've had aside from Jay? Well, I've had, like, my first episode ever was Brett Michaels, then uh, Rob O'Neill, who's the, the trigger man with Osama Bin Laden. I'm actually working to get him back on for a second time. Uh, a couple months ago, I had Aaron Rodgers. Just all different kind of walks of life. I had a guy that was a 10-year Navy SEAL turned astronaut. He's been in space twice. 
just I just reached out to people who I think would be fun and interesting to talk to. When you have guys like Aaron Rodgers on, ex-teammates, are you conscious of trying to not say too much, or are you trying to offer maybe an angle that someone who didn't play with him wouldn't be able to offer? Are you trying to ask him stuff that maybe people might not know about? Yeah, that's, that's definitely right. I'm not trying to like get him or get any gotcha moments or anything, but but you're right, because like, I've known him so well for my locker was just a couple down for nine nine years, and I've known him forever, and we've been really close friends. So I know how he is, and so like even in that episode, I wanted to talk to him about like what, why do you, why are you guarded sometimes and so private with different things publicly, and why don't you let people in as much? And we talked about how he kind of he kind of has been letting loose, I think, more over the last couple of years. He just he goes with it. He answered and said, yeah, he doesn't care anymore. Really, he knows people are gonna take pictures of him, stare at him, do whatever. And he's like, you know what? I can either choose to get upset and whatever, want to try to get people uh, pushed away from me, or I can just accept it for what it is and still go about living his life. Off the field, is he a normal human? <laughs> yeah, he is. A, he, I would say he is definitely a very normal human, and he is. And when it comes to being on the star level he is, he is way more normal than than guys at his level. When you, uh, you you were with the Bengals last year, you're a free agent. Tell us what your situation is now, and, and are you talking to teams, AJ? How is it playing out? Well, yeah, right now I'm, I finished my 10th season, one year in Cincinnati. Um, it was I had a great time, man. I'm from Ohio, so I appreciate them to bring me in even for a year. But, yeah, right now I'm, I'm kind of uh, – in limbo, I guess, a little bit just because at this time of the year, everyone has a it's kind of their break time, coaches and players alike. So I'll see how we've had some preliminary talks with different teams. And if the right situation came up, um, maybe in training camp or even into the season, um, I definitely would be willing and, and I'll always be physically and mentally ready to, to go play. But until then, I, I really, uh, I'm really enjoying the more uh, opportunities I've had going around and doing different TV spots and radio and just really trying to see exactly what path I would like to take when it comes to the broadcast world. Describe what it was like playing uh, football in Green Bay, not on the field, but off of it. Are do, do the fans, well, obviously they know every player, but do they, do they come up to you at restaurants or do they give you your space because uh, it is Green Bay and, and they probably just bow down to you? <laughs> it's definitely a unique situation. It's a unique place because, the stadium is right in the middle of the neighborhood. If anyone that's been there will, will attest to, but people are super respectful. And, and I think that it's almost like you're going back to the 1950s there when it comes to how polite and how well-mannered all the fans are and how much they truly care about the team, but they're not, they don't overstep their bounds and try to interrupt people's dinners all the time. They, they didn't understand if you're, your kids are having a meltdown that you can't sit there and have a 10-minute conversation about the upcoming draft. <laughs> they just, they'll, just, they'll just give you a quick head nod and, and tell you good luck next week or tell you that they're uh, they're rooting for you regardless of what your record may be at the time. So, And those people are unbelievable. They really are. I, sometimes when you have people come in town that weren't from Green Bay and haven't lived there at all, they were almost would think people were faking it. They were so <laughs> nice. And then you go to Cincy, as you said, and it was a great experience for you being from Ohio, but 
Uh, can you talk about playing for Marvin Lewis as opposed to for Mike McCarthy and the differences between the two coaches and how Lewis has had such longevity there in Cincinnati? Yeah, they. I mean, I, I guess they definitely have different styles which they go about, how they run the team. But I think they have like a same all, – all great coaches I think have like same same common thread going through them where they, they want to create a culture – to where the players feel comfortable and feel like it's their team and they can, they want to drive. They want the players to kind of, they know who we all, the both teams, you know who the boss is. You know that Coach Mike McCarthy's the boss and you know that Marvin Lewis is the boss. But then he wants to create a great culture in the locker room and both of them do that. Uh, I mean, I, I would say Marvin Lewis is a little bit more laid back and takes more of almost like um, a father figure approach, I would say, with, with players and how. He really takes guys under his wing. I was really impressed with how how much he would communicate with you and, and everybody on the team. He'll be sending texts and make phone calls and remember people's their wives' names and family members. It's just really wow. cool about that. And Mike McCarthy was very similar in that way too. But I would say when he left the facility, he had young kids himself too. So he's not sitting there and he doesn't. He knows that. I guess he doesn't have to be a father figure to to a lot of those guys in Green Bay. Um, can we talk about your brother-in-law, Brady Quinn? Because <laughs> he is uh, such a fascinating human. Um, Dan and I think we're taken aback by just how much we enjoyed working with the guy. And um, uh, we talked about him uh, a bit on Fox Sports Live when you were on with us. Y- you say he's f- almost maddeningly put together at all times. Have you ever just seen him just like like in sweatpants and like an ugly hoodie or something like that? Yes, I have. So, <laughs> you're right. Brady is always, yeah, it's like he always rolls out of bed with a three-piece suit. <laughs> but I, you should ask me sometime about the morning after my wedding. So, <laughs> Brady, we got married in Columbus, Ohio. Brady had just finished up college. And he definitely had a good time at that reception. <laughs> he hit the dance floor hard. And I still remember being at, so he stayed at the hotel where we where we had our wedding, our reception. And his parents lived like five minutes away, my in-laws. And we were over there having breakfast at my in-laws the morning after. It was like 11 a.m. No one knew where Brady was. <laughs> all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, my sister-in-law gets a call at 11 a.m. And she like runs out of the house. And we're like, what the hell? We stop her. We're like, what's going on, Kel? And she's like, oh, Brady called me, and he's still wearing, like, his tux from last night. And he made me and grab – he told me to go to his room and grab, like, five pairs of mesh shorts and T-shirts for him and all of his buddies. But she had to go get him clothes because Brady was and still at the hotel, woke up. Uh, he was in his room, though, which was good. But and then went to breakfast, and he comes over. And now I see him after he goes to his breakfast. That was at, like, noon. And he's like, oh, man, what a party you guys had. <laughs> That's a, you, is, that, is that your Brady Quinn right there? That's a pretty good one, I have to say. <laughs> there's, there's, many, there's many facets to Brady's, Brady's impression. And everyone, everyone in his family has it, too. My wife has it down pat because she lived with Brady for a summer at Notre Dame, so she knows everything about she She could do Brady's impression all day long, man. You just got to sound like a bro, essentially. Oh, yeah. 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 You always, my wife's name is Laura, and she always says, like, Laura, I know. Laura, you guys are such idiots. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Uh. I could listen to Brady Quinn impressions all day. <laughs> hey. Listen, I'm actually, I don't know when this comes out, but I'm actually co-hosting a, a serious uh, radio show with them next week for uh, from 11 to 3 for four hours, so I cannot wait. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Okay, you have to tell us, because this comes out tomorrow. It comes out Thursday. So definitely lots of time for people to find it. Where where on Sirius? Because I will definitely be tuning in for that. I I gotta see that it's one of the NFL channels, but it's Tuesday, uh, July fifth, from eleven to three on one of the Sirius XM NFL channels. You gotta seek that out, folks. That's gonna be good stuff. AJ, before we let you go, this is a out of left field question. Do uh, do people hang out with the kickers? They do. You're, yes, they do. Oh, okay. I thought they were just like, like yeah, yeah, screw you, buddy. No, nah, so Mason Crosby in Green Bay is a great kicker, obviously. Yeah, he Mason's, a, like most kickers, is a great golfer, so we play golf with Mason a good amount. Um, but then Mike Nugent in Cincinnati, I grew up with Nugent. I've known him since we were like four years old, so oh, wow. you know, I went to high school. He played quarterback uh, at my high school with me, and then he played at Ohio State with me, and then in Cincinnati for a year. So, yeah, people hang out with kickers. Like, I guess you, you mentioned that Mason Crosby's a good golfer. Like, I guess if you're a place kicker, you have to be a good golfer because you're going to the, all the charity golf tournaments. You have to, <laughs> right? You should, man. Quarterback and kickers are supposed to be good at golf. That's for sure. Uh, well, listen, uh, the hot cast, uh, you got to check it out. You got you to gotta download it. Uh, I think you do such a good job with it. I'm looking forward to the RV episode. I think all of our <laughs> listeners will uh, look forward to that. Uh, looking forward to the Sirius uh, XM thing you're doing with Brady, too. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back here down the road, AJ. Thanks so much for being on our podcast. Oh, for sure. Thanks, guys. Dan, I'm going to send you a text. I need to get you on. Okay. Sounds good. That's uh, Make sure you follow uh, AJ on Twitter, at OfficialAJHawk. And, uh, uh, yeah, he came and visited us here on Fox Sports Live. Uh, good dude. Yeah, great really guy. good dude. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention it was on the oh, Canadian Wall of yeah. Fame. Okay, this is a huge Spirit name. of the West makes it on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Dude, you have a spirit. I like that, yeah. I've been drunk since for a week. I've been drunk since, since I left, left and these so-called vacations will soon be my death. Every, we now have to pay for this song because I sang it too long. Every high school party I went to for my entire run of high school yeah. for eight years. Good stuff. I heard that song every single time. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, going to college in the early 90s as I did. <laughs> Uh, every, every bar in Edmonton, the last song, every, every bar on the University of Alberta campus, the last song of the night was always Home for a Rest by Spirit of the West. And then it was replaced by Closing Time. What about <laughs> Laid by James? That was a good <laughs> Yeah. But Spirit of the West, great band, I believe out of Vancouver. I, I always assumed they were from Vancouver. They seemed so granola-y. But, uh, great band, good guys. And this is the, uh, email we got from Matt. Matt Buck. Hey, guys. My name is Matt. Huge fan of the podcast. I believe Spirit of the West should be on the Canadian Wall of Fame. They're not only an exceptionally talented and famous group, their lead singer, John Mann, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2014 but continued to perform. Also, they're the subject of an HBO Canada documentary to be aired on Canada Day. Regardless, if they're already on the wall, I believe the courage John Mann showed by continuing to perform is more than worthy of his own spot. Also, ask Jim if he has any connection to Spirit of the West. I feel like that might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry I don't. But but we do appreciate Matt 
Thank you very much for the suggestion. I think that's a terrific. Uh, yeah, I don't think they, they would have done any recording down in the they States. Never, yeah, they never made it stateside, but uh, yeah, they had a good run in Canada. And so there you go, Spirit of the West. Um, What was I going to mention about A.J. Hawk? I forget. Big penis. You saw his as well. Oh, here we go. This had nothing to do with A.J. Hawk. (laughs) Whether you're wearing a suit or sweats, you spend almost 24 hours a day in your underwear. But instead of making a statement, like Superman's tights under his everyday clothes, your underwear is probably boring. MeUndies is here to change that. Every pair of MeUndies is made from sustainably sourced modal. A fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies, but once you try them on, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. If you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. No questions asked. MeUndies has dozens of styles and limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear. Whether anyone can see them or not, remember, Superman, shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada. And you save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Get the subscription or just a single pair. You get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash Jandan. That's MeUndies.com slash Jandan. 20% off your first order. And that's free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. MeUndies.com slash Jandan. Got this uh, email from John. Keep on making the potty. It is great. The move to the U.S. was worth it because we now have Engineer Jim. The best. Simply the best. The other guys are fine. Oh. The other guys are fine. Fair. Jim is the best. Oh, that's really nice. Thank yeah, you. That's Thank from John. Real nice of him to say. Um, got a suggestion from the Maple Syrup pod- Podcast. Neil from the Maple Syrup Podcast for Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. Um, I don't think we've done this one. It's Queen. Wow, that's that's some heavy shit is, coming on right It's there. creepy. Queen's big. Queen. Yes. yes. Just to uh, explain, this is our award-winning producer, Engineer Jim. He's worked with some of the best in the biz, so we always see if there's a connection. And today's uh, question is Queen. Queen. Yes. Um, Queen. Uh, Queen. I worked, uh, I think we talked a little bit about this. Uh, I worked with Brian May in the studio. Um, uh, he was, I don't know if they ever got married or not, but uh, he was uh, producing and I guess it was his girlfriend, too, at the time, uh, Anita Dobson, uh, a record for her. And she was on the, I believe it was the East Enders. Oh, like a, the soap opera? Yeah. Like yeah, in she the was, UK? Yeah, she was like a big actress on that. And East she Enders. did a solo album, and he produced it. <laughs> wow. And uh, we did it in L.A., and uh, it was it was great. So I got to work in the studio with him, which was a lot of fun. And uh, he even let me let me play my guitar through his uh, rig, which was really awesome. He really encouraged. Cool. He said, "Hey, bring your guitar down." When he found out I played, he was like, "Let's jam." And I'm like, "Come on, you Brian May." He's like, "No, no, bring it down." That's so. Pretty- that was pretty cool. And then uh, I also uh, worked with those guys when uh, Guns played Wembley Stadium. Oh wow! And they played with with guns and that was a lot of fun and that was really cool speaking of bands this uh might finally get uh, nickelback some uh some refound fans in canada because uh, scotty upshell friend of the uh, podcast posted a 
uh, Fort McMurray Fire Aid concert that's uh, tonight mm-hmm. at Commonwealth Stadium. Mm. Listen to this lineup. Let's hear it. Nickelback. Blue Rodeo. Like those guys. City in yeah. color. Yeah, good guy. Dallas Green, city and a color. Corb Lund. Yeah, he's a country singer from Alberta. Great, great artist. Dean Brody. Don't know Dean. The Rankin family. What? The Rankins? Bunch of other people. <laughs> Ian Tyson. Ian Tyson? Sylvia coming? Dear Rouge. Dear Rouge, that's a band you like. Barney Bentall. And the legendary Hearts? That's at Commonwealth Stadium Wednesday, so we're taping this on a Wednesday, June 29th. So wow. Nickel, uh, all these bands probably donating their time to oh, uh, help sure. Fort McMurray. So, boom, Nickelback. Uh, they They're back. Out. That stadium holds like 60,000 people, so I hope they jam it. People that's just awesome. Do we ever ask you about a Nickelback connection? Um, the guy who does their records, I know. Uh, I can't remember. That's uh, a yes. You know. That's a so, yes. yeah, yeah. This is how <laughs> I never met any of them, but uh... well, I have, I have a good one here. This is Alex H in Jacksonville. It actually ties into a question, uh, kind of a comment to us too. The subject is: You guys handle awkward well. Hey, bods, I'm a big fan of the pod. I just found out about it six months ago and have been hooked. Tonight, I was able to tune into Fox Sports Live for the first time. I'm a huge Jags fan. I mean, I don't have a near to the beach house in Miami, but I am a fan nonetheless. It was cool to see Mercedes Lewis on the show, but I couldn't help but notice that the segment felt a little awkward. How did you feel, Jay? Dan is generally awkward. Either way, I just want to say you guys handle it like the pros you are. Keep up the good work, boys. All of you. Alex. Oh, and for Six Degrees of Engineer Jim, John Mayer. John Mayer, come John on. John Mayer, now a member of the Grateful Dead. John Mayer, who's banged every woman in New York. Nothing wrong with that. And yes, that's yes. my connection. Perfect. <laughs> Jim had sex with uh, John Mayer. A uh, couple things. One is uh, my gear is now stored in the locker next to his. Mm. So oh, uh, that's right. right. I remember yeah, that. My yep. my locker is next to his locker. Uh, but um, Holly Williams, who is I believe Hank Williams Jr.'s daughter. Okay. And she's a country singer in her own right, very talented. Uh, she toured with us when we were out with Billy Bob. She opened for Billy, and uh, she had dated John Mayer oh, at one point in time. So okay. hmm. there is, or should I say, therein lies I'll the connection. Bet. I'll bet. Um, speaking of awkward, I watched our Fox Sports Live last night, and we had uh, Spike Ferriston on. Yes, uh, you should probably explain who that is. He, uh, former writer for Seinfeld, he had a talk show on Fox for a long time. He wrote for SNL. Now he hosts a car show on Esquire TV. Yep. Uh, Rob Stone, who's been on this podcast, is one of the hosts uh, on Fox Sports. He hosts soccer, he hosts football, college football, everything. Yep. Sent me a text. He's like, did you and Spike get in a fight before the interview? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you asked one question. I watched it back. They edited out like seven of my questions. <laughs> uh, even they, I asked every question of rapid fire. Cut, cut. <laughs> did they cut rapid fire? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. He's like, did you guys not get along? I'm like, no. Seemed like there was some tension between the two of you. (laughs) Dan O'Toole here. So I think if you look back, you'll see me just... (laughs) 
<laughs> and the guy's like, <gasps> that's kind of funny, actually. I found him very interesting. I I really enjoyed. He was throwing out the first pitch at the Angels game. Yeah, that's right. He was throwing out the first pitch at the Angels game last night. Uh, we were questioning whether he was going to make it in time, but I was direct messaging with yesterday, and he said, yeah, he got there, and he is. Him and his family loved the show. Had a great time. Perfect. Yeah, but he had. This is the most amazing thing about this guy. And you may not may not remember this, but he had a talk show. After Seinfeld was over, he had a talk show called Talk Show with really? Spike Ferriston. It was on our old lot. They on shot our old it studio. on the Fox Sports Live set on Studio B. You're kidding. And it was, and still is, the longest running late night talk show in the history of the Fox Network. Three years. I thought it lasted like three wow. weeks. Yeah. Anyway, good guy. Ferris. You know, I do have one other connection to John Mayer. You Ooh. had sex with him. My body is a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> does uh, so you said you have his your locker next is does he have a locker just for all his hats? <laughs> I've got a that... locker for my hats. <laughs> That'll be the first single on the next album. I, I bet you he does have a wardrobe case for all his hats. I'm and, sure he does. And you he's mentioned... got like a ranch in Montana or something. He's in he's in Grateful Dead now? Yeah, this is the weirdest yeah. thing. So, you know, you have like all these guys come in and, and play the Jerry Garcia role, and now it's John now Mayer. It's John yeah, Mayer. and they're, yeah. it's, I think they're called Dead and Company yeah. or something. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. We, I don't know. we need someone more well versed in the Grateful Dead than me to talk, to comment on this, but I just don't understand the appeal of that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Jim, are, were you like a big into yeah, the dead? No. Do you like the dead? Like, are you. A dead uh, guy? N- no, I'm not like a huge dead fan. I like them. Yeah. And uh, I I did go see them uh, at the play at the L.A. Sports Arena with the Black Crows, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll I bet. mean, we went down there partying very hard. A lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Yeah, you you need and, to do a lot of drugs. And it was it was a blast to you know take the. Take a big fifteen passenger van, fill it full of all of us with the crows. Yeah, and just go. head down and party with those guys. It was amazing. I mean, I uh, was not into them growing up, or even in college. There's always a couple of guys in college, and are like, "I'm going to see the dead. I'm following them around." Yeah, and but now I love them. I think they're great. I don't know if it was because I was so wasted or what, <laughs> but they were awesome. Yeah, they they were really really good. This was when uh, Jerry was still alive. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I don't know. Speaking of concerts, you went to a concert this week, the real estate agents. Yeah. D- Excuse me? No, just called real estate. Oh. Just real estate. Uh, real estate. Not what a band. Sunny Day real estate. No, no, not different band than that. Yeah, they're just called real estate. They're from Ridgewood, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And they are my favorite band of the last 10 years. You're kidding I me. think I'm the biggest real estate fan on the planet. I don't think that's hyperbole. Were you front play? row? Well, it was like one of those. It was a the Terragram Ballroom. First of all, I like don't even okay. Know what that is. Well, this is what the is thing. That? So I told Bobby Diaz I was going there. He's like, first of all, you just watch yourself, man, because that's <laughs> fucking scary area of L.A. Watch yourself. <laughs> it's like down by MacArthur Park, I think, like in the Badlands. He always oh. calls it the Badlands of downtown. It's like uh-huh. across, you know, across the freeway from the Staples Center. Basically. Yeah. So anyway, it's a beautiful venue. But I, I show up, and I was meeting our friend Kyle Libby there. Libster. And we're hanging out outside. In the course of hanging outside for two minutes, like five people came up to me and just started talking to me. It was very <laughs> weird. Just randos from the street. Just, what's going on, man? Uh, but, yeah, it was a great show. Great show. What oh, were man. they talking to you about? Um, we were... Uh, 
enjoying ourselves outside, uh, partaking in certain things, and they were asking if they could partake in <laughs> those things. <laughs> but oh, it was very hot dogs, bold. Hot dogs they, and soda. Well, well, that remember I told you we were standing outside waiting to go in. They had us in a line. It was weird. And then all of a sudden, we heard an ice cream truck. It was like, <laughs> it was like 10 o'clock at night, and the Dickie D's ice cream truck came by. And I was like, are kids coming out tonight? You're Is sure that what happens kid? in this neighborhood? Let's come out in their jammies. Yeah, I'm sure they're not selling just ice cream. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, was that place called something else before? It I'm not sure. It must have been. Yeah, Terragram Ballroom. There's a great bar right next to it called the Monty. Um we drank at. Speaking of conversations, you mentioned I was in Vegas last week, <laughs> and there was a nerd convention in town. Like I think it was like accountants or something. And really? Two of them were sitting next to me uh, as I was having a burger at some place. Um, they had the worst conversation in the history of the world. They first start off the one gentleman. Speaking of conversation, he spoke for ten minutes about how Kelsey Grammer and his role as Frasier was the best character in the history of television. Okay. He was spouting off Fraser lines. Oh my God! <laughs> then had sex, but then they proceeded to talk about how people don't tip in Europe. That was another ten minutes, okay. and then a fifteen-minute conversation on what your temperature should be in the hotel room. Oh the one guy's God. like, "I well, he got it at seventy-two. He's like, nah, nah." You got to get it at 71. You put it that way. It's perfect. He's like, well, I had a 70. I was like. Oh, boy. Did you slip him some sort of drug maybe? To no. Get him to I, I, wanted her, I wanted to record it. They were like having guffaws and everything. Why didn't you take him under your wing and say, boys, we are in Vegas. <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go have a little fun let's here. Let's drop the temperature <laughs> chat, guys. Guys. This is my first time here. But you had a good time in Vegas. You, uh, you had a nice little run, I heard. Real yeah, I played a run. little craps. Yeah. And, uh, you had your own room. Had my, <laughs> yeah, I did. Like a like a grown man. <laughs> Just saying. We could have been could have yeah. had fun. Why but why won't you go to Vegas with Ben? I will go with him. I I was already. And he said, what do rooms cost? <laughs> I said free. <laughs> to Dan's defense, he did invite me. It was very nice. Yeah. I was considering it. But, but you have another trip coming. Another up. trip coming up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think Toolsy should get in on that. On you, the other trip? Yeah. Where's the other trip? I think I'm gonna go to Costa Rica. Okay. Oh. We could share a zip line. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> no, but we're going I'm going back to Canada while he's in Costa Rica. Oh, that's you're going to Costa Rica this weekend? No, no, no. No, when in July. Oh, when we're gone in July. Yeah. Now I got it. Are mm-hmm. you gonna rent another R V when we're gone in July? That's the thing. So I'm going to be back there for three weeks. If this little uh, four-day excursion works out, I might just rent an RV for the three weeks. Or nice. maybe you buy your own RV and you live in it when you go back to Canada. It's not a bad idea. Right? You can move it around. Yeah. Yeah, you can live in different places. Because yeah. it is a house on wheels. Exactly. Get yourself a real kick-ass one. Ooh. Right? And then you can take it to NASCAR races but and you football can, games. You can never really have a real shower, though. Yeah, you can have one with a good shower, I think. Gotta be. Come on. We could use that to tour across Canada for the podcast tour. Yeah. Now that, now Jim's talking. No dumps, though. No, no dump rule. Dump, absolutely. No. Well, That's rule number one. All our yeah. dumps at Tim Hortons yeah. rest stops. I've absolutely. got a major issue then, because I only go hotel or home for number two. I can't go in my home if I have a motorhome. Right. So you have to go in the hotel, but except we won't yeah. have a hotel. <laughs> you don't poop right. at work? Hell no. Nice bathrooms here. Yeah, really nice bathrooms. No, my so bowels perfectly 
in line with where to go. Well, but work the bathrooms are great here. The one by Mo. I don't. I like. I'm I know always who's pooping in them. I know who sat on my toilet. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. But you're renting your apartment, so other people have sat on it previous to you. No, no one ever. <laughs> First person ever in there. I ripped out the old toilet. <laughs> uh, toilet talk with Jay and Dan. And then other people are going to point out. Other oh, people sit in hotel toilets. I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, are you that kid, Dan? <laughs> and can someone please, there's showers in, in really nice RVs. Come on. No, there are showers, yeah. but they're like minimal pressure. Well, maybe you just get one of those Kramer style <laughs> back alley the shower heads. Ele- the elephant washer. Yeah, exactly. You, do, you attach that and you're set. Jeremy Taggart. Uh, oh, we don't have Jeremy. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. Oh, I thought you had him. That's I thought you were back. Sorry. That's my bad. What are you doing for Canada today? We're both going to be in Canada. Uh, I am going to a wedding. Weird choice of a wedding date. On Canada Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. On a Friday on the long weekend. Um, it's an Indian wedding, actually. I love Indian weddings. The food's always dynamite. Yeah, a lot, a lot of courses. Yeah, a lot of beautiful saris. Um, yeah. Is it in Toronto? It is in Toronto, yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And then... Uh, do you think, this is a serious question, do you think they will sing O Canada at this wedding? Absolutely not. Okay. No chance. No. No, we've talked about this. Like, we're not as overtly patriotic as people are down here for July the 4th. I don't think we are. Unless be, you're in Ottawa. I'm buying illegal fireworks and singing O Canada. Well, I, that's fine. But, I mean, here, like, here... Like, I never hear people in, in Canada, maybe I'm hanging with the wrong crowd, a.k.a. my family, but we're never like, okay, what are our plans for Canada Day? Like, are we all going to get together? We don't do that, oh, do we? we do. Really? Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, we're going to have a Canada Day barbecue. Oh, yeah. I, I get the fireworks. We get the marshmallows. We get the hot dogs. See, I've never done that. Never. And I don't know anyone who has. Got to get no those. One. Have you seen those Tasmanian Devil fireworks? Oh, they're, get those spectacular. They sound illegal. These just spin around on the ground, but uh, the kids love them. They don't like the big, loud ones. Sounds very safe. But down here, <laughs> everyone is like, the 4th of July is like the one of the here biggest Here in LA, holidays. everyone goes to the beach. It's you huge. spend all day at the beach. It's huge down here, you know? Maybe I should just be more patriotic. I love my country. I do. I think it's great. No Taggart. Uh, oh, he's ready now. Oh, he's just, ready now. <laughs> just, he's like, I'm, I'm good now. Oh, okay. Well, he's you know he's got a lot on the go. Busy guy. Um, he's heading up to a cottage this weekend in Toolsy. My understanding is you're going to bring the RV up to the cottage. I might be visiting him. This uh, is exciting. Yeah, he's going to be at Cur in Curve Lake. I got to check the old map once we get there. Somewhere near Peterborough, I would I it would is. think right. Yep. Yeah, it's very close in the Kawarthas. Yep. Somewhere that's where you'll buy your cottage someday. No, but we just talked it where I can get in a motorhome. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you buy a piece of land on a lake and then you can leave the motorhome there? I wonder if I can find a place next to Pearson. I never have to rent a car. Just have the motorhome waiting whenever I land. Park and fly that you just park. Never fly. Why not, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we stumbled upon something here. I like this a lot. I like the idea of you living. It's almost like Jim Rockford on the Rockford Files, you know? Like you're living in your <laughs> uh, Taggart, do you think this is a good decision? We've been discussing it, and instead of uh, buying a cottage or anything, I might just get a motorhome. So every time I come back to Canada, I've got somewhere to live. Oh, that's a good move, John Daly style. <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, then get solved. Willie Nelson style. Yeah, for sure. Willie well, lives I, I, in his trailer. So you're going to have the RV this weekend. I'm going to hopefully see you in the Peterborough, aren't I? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's a nice one or, I, or it could be the complete opposite and just a piece of shit. God, I hope it's a yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Jeremy, I, I, hope it's, I hope it's garbage. I really do. Yeah, like a full-on National Lampoon style. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, yep. remember that, that video of the guy who used to showcase? Oh, yeah. The guy who couldn't shoot the commercial? Winnebago yeah. Man. Yeah, Winnebago Man. That's it. And, and slowly but surely gets him back into that stage. Like, oh, no, I'm all right. I'm can, not can mad Can you try anymore. to call up Winnebago Man? Oh. Uh, Jeremy, we were just talking about Canada Day, and Jay said his family, they never specifically plan anything for Canada Day. How about you guys? Do you guys have a yeah. Canada Day party? Uh, well, I mean, we, we the Taggarts weren't much for celebration in terms of like having like going out and doing stuff, but maybe a barbecue would get fired up. Yep. And there'd be a scent, uh, I guess, uh, kind of like a, a birthday that you don't get anything for. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah and I think it's also when you get older, you start to appreciate it for what it is. And I'm yeah. at the park with the kids. Oh, nice. And it's uh, actually today was the last day of school, so everyone's all fired up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you just throw those books out the window. I remember yeah. driving to the beach yeah. after the last day of high school, and I look back, my buddies are literally throwing their books out the window <laughs> on the way to the beach. Burning, burning <laughs> them in a big barrel. I would punch all my teachers right in the... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Did you go to like a, a nun school? Yes, all Catholic nuns, just right in the baby maker that they couldn't make babies with because they weren't allowed. Were you an altered boy? I was an altar boy. <laughs> altered with a D. <laughs> altered. I never got hit on. I think we've discussed this. Yeah, I never got you. Hit on. yeah, I was an altar boy too. Yeah, hey. never. They no didn't one. like you. Guys. Yeah, he wasn't. Father Morissette wasn't interested. I guess every school I went to, eventually, a guy got pinched. There was a guy in Allison that was into it, like creeping it up. Oh, boy. <laughs> and there was also a a, a a Boy Scout leader who was total creepo, like cabin boy style. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that Alec Baldwin? It with uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they like totally yeah. like that. <laughs> or was that was that Canteen Boy? Can- yeah, that's right. Canteen. Boy. Yeah, because Cabin right. Cabin Boy is a movie. Yeah, yeah with right. Chris with, Elliott. Yeah, with the Letterman cameo. <laughs> that's right. Hey Taggart, we yeah. have uh, we have a, a surprise for Ian. Here has a surprise for you. Here it is. Okay. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the f I'm reading. I wonder what the f the real dialogue is. What the f is this thing? All of the windshield, for f sake. God, what the f did I say? That didn't sound for sh, did it? Trying to give these guys everything they can get to me. And that's it. it. There is a documentary where they go and find him. Yes, and he's all uh, pretends he's at ease, and he's got he's like living in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he gets them to do a whole new rant. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he, like, why don't you show me this Winnipeg? And he starts going through it, and he starts swearing, and yelling the same. <laughs> oh, that's so like good. the Serenity Now episode of Seinfeld. It's like all bullshit. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, how long are you the cottage for? 
for I think the the whole long like we're making an extra long weekend until like Tuesday or so. Oh so, wow, boy, yeah. that's nice, man. A good rip up in the Peterborough. Oh, Do you jump in the lake? Because I am terrified of Ontario rivers and lakes. <laughs> I could see that. I can just see that. I don't know why, but what is? What are you worried about? A pike? Yeah, in your pecker you, you can't see. You can't see into that water. You don't know what the f**k's down there, and know, it's freezing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Do you? It's same thing when you're alone at night. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So you're like, oh, my God. Someone's trying to get in. You <laughs> <laughs> cream all scared. Yeah. Just clutching his pillow. I may or may not sleep with all the lights on. <laughs> like, there's a couple of neighbor guys. Like, I don't know why. He just bites me over. He tells me to stay here. I just sit in the dark with him. <laughs> I just play on my phone, and he just sleeps. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I hope to see you this weekend. Wouldn't that be a great uh, oh, Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, flying in tomorrow, picking up the RV and uh, ripping down the 401, which will take me about eight hours to get to my location because it is the worst highway in the history of humanity right now. It'll be raging. Oh, my God, yeah. Tomorrow it'll be a gong show. Too. Hey, Jeremy. You'll be, be through a half-pack of Have they opened? Open up the the 407 extension yet? Uh, I th- I think it's up a little bit, but not so not not what you're talking about, where it's uh, really taking like takes you all the way across. Yeah, it would take me to my kid's doorstep. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's like an hour and a half if you get right into things. There you go. Not so yeah. bad. Hour and a half, too. Maybe? I'm not going to complain. Yeah. I got to do it with three screaming kids. Yeah, Winnebago breaks down halfway. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get my pants on. Get my pants on the zip line. <laughs> You're doing the zip line. They got the zip line. Yeah. Oh. Holy sh! I'm gonna have to pay a visit. I remember when I was a kid at Camp Kitchikawana. <laughs> my sister went to that camp. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> was, there, was like, there was one kid, at, like we were all in the cabin, and he's like showing everybody how big his cock is because it was like historic. <laughs> He's like, check it out. Look, guys. Swinging it around. That's what Bobby Diaz was doing on our show, our audio guy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the, the camp counselors at the window is like, hey, guys, what are you doing there? And, and one of the counselors was like, don't stop. <laughs> it was horrible. It was like the first time, like first week of camp in my life, and I experienced everything that people talk about going oh, camping. God. That sounds camps horrifying. Summer camps just creep me out, man. I know, right? That's just something creepy yeah. about all. There's of always like the tough guys, like walking around not doing anything, but like has buddies with them, and like you're like, picking out guys and fighting them behind you know, the, eat the dinner. <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around dropping your kid off and they don't know a fucking person. Right? There. No, I yeah. know it with a bunch of other for the whole schools, summer. So- Guaranteed, some like there's going to be some like some bad percentage going on in there. Yeah, yeah. Schrager went to summer camp every summer, and and didn't he tell us that he had how many groomsmen? Twenty groomsmen, and (laughs) fifteen of them were guys from summer camp. Wow, really? Yes, I might be exaggerating. Lifelong. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeremy, hope to see you this weekend, bud. Yeah, bud. Have a good one, guys. Have fun at the okay. park. Yeah, up in Canada today, boy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That is uh, Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart.
You can uh, follow him on Twitter at Taggart and then the number seven. What a guy. That was uh, good. Good chat with him again. Yeah. I bet you all our podcast listeners are really going to enjoy that. Well, uh, we got to get to a meeting. I have to go to a 45-minute meeting about how to use Twitter, and then you have to follow up with your own 45 minutes. Now minute. I get to go first. What? I... I think oh, he's J- first? I think Jay's first. I'm ah. first. Is, is it Pat that's teaching the class? No, Pat would have to show up here. <laughs> oh. What? I, I don't understand. Hey, oh, hey, why very quickly they, before we go. Why, Thanks why for the shirts, guys. Yes, uh, thank Pucks you. Pucks on Net. Pucks on Net podcast. Uh, we want to thank uh, Ryan, Dave, Paul, and Gita. Gita worked with us at TSN from 2007 to 2008. Um, send us these super cool T-shirts. Gita had a long run at TSN. At Pucks on Net CA. At Pucks on Net CA. Well, you know, a good solid year. Well, internships, you know. And where was forever. Rich this week? He's moving apartments. Yeah. Send right. his condolences. Where is he going to? I don't know. I think the Valley? I would not recommend that. Oh. I don't know. Probably West Side, Santa Monica. Right? Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Guys, we'll this have, is fun. We'll have a recap of yeah. uh, the uh, the Canada Day festivities yeah. and the wedding all next week. It's going to uh, be great. Engineer Jim, thank you. Thank you so much, Ben Teller, Ian Martin. Great job. And, uh, of course, Dan O'Toole. I guess it's, that's it. That's when you played the song. Okay. I think we put that in post now, yeah? Oh, do we? <laughs> well, we can. Okay. Either or. Put it in post. I, I like listening to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, all right. It's fine. Uh, it's right. just natural, you know, yeah. natural yeah. ending. Yeah. I haven't taken the record off since last yeah, that's so good. They're such good guys, too. If you get a chance to see Library Voices in concert, do it. They put on a great show, kind of like Real Estate, your new favorite band. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.